Alright guys, I am back. Two weeks down, I apologize. The end of the year was brutal with travel, but I'm here and I have been paying attention to fantasy just for you, just for this Bobcast, and I am excited. Uh, We have got a great recap of the NFL last week. We'll go over the usual fantasy uh, fantasy recap of our league. Uh, screw you, Brad's got some extra oomph to it this week because I invited Brad on to talk about soccer, but he decided Black Panther movie was better than that. So we're getting going to go complete screw you, Brad, and we're getting an F1 recap. That's right. Suck it, Brad. And we'll finish it off with the, uh, with the fantasy matchups for next week. So with that, that let's get rolling let's get to last week's recap we start on thursday night as the tennessee titans roll up to lambo field for a game that Green Bay had to win. Well, they ran into Derrick Henry and that those hopes quickly faded as Tennessee ran the balls down their throat as usual with a 27-17 win. Next we go to Philadelphia and Indianapolis. Indianapolis, the fighting Jeff Saturdays, looked like they were going to get another one in the bag. Going up quickly, 16 uh 16 to 3 on the Philadelphia Eagles but Jalen Hurts mounting a ferocious comeback with a late touchdown to seal the game as the Philadelphia Eagles take this one 17-16 next we go down to Atlanta Chicago came in visiting Justin Fields coming in hot but that was soon cooled off as he had to leave the game at the end with a separated shoulder. Cordell Patterson though set the record for most kick return touchdowns ever with nine really putting it to the Chicago Bears as Atlanta was able to sneak this one out 27-24. Next the the game that should have been in the snow Buffalo Cleveland taking place in Detroit. Cleveland looking to hold on a couple more weeks before Watson gets back, but that was not the case as Buffalo took care of business with a historic day from their kicker. That's right, kicker, as Buffalo ran away with this one, 31-23. Next, we go to New England as the final game between the New York Jets and New England Patriots was happening we had a great one in Foxborough. Not really, as there was zero offense on either side. Going into the winding moments of the game, it was tied 3-3 as New York Jets were kicking off to New England after a field goal. Wait, what's that? That's right. A last-minute touchdown kick return for the New England Patriots to take this one 10-3. Next, we go down to New Orleans. LA Rams had one last hope, and that hope was dashed as Matthew Stafford left the game with a concussion. New Orleans took control as they begin their quarterback rotation, trying to figure out who to actually play, but they still had this one figured out as they won 27-20. Next, Detroit went into the Meadowlands to face the Giants. Giants coming off a bye, needed one badly, but the Detroit Lions on Jamal Williams is back. We're able to take this one as the defense was able to actually hold the Giants only to 18 points. Detroit wins 31-18. 
Baltimore trying to get back on their winning ways and continuing as Carolina came in. It should be a get-right game, right? Wrong. Baltimore's offense struggling. Meanwhile, the defense is looking like the defenses of Baltimore old as they absolutely shut down Carolina Panthers. Baltimore was able to pull this one out 13-3. Washington went down to Houston, and that's about all that she wrote because Washington took control of this very early as Heineke continues his winning ways, winning 23-10. Las Vegas and Denver was looking to be a real stinker and no offense till the very end when Las Vegas was able to come down and late field goal tie it to Denver 16-16 on the first possession in overtime. Derek Hart let it rip to Devontae Adams for the walk-off touchdown winning 22-16. Dallas went to Minnesota and Minnesota just forgot to show up. Dallas bulldozed them 40 to 3. I don't know if we need to go into more detail on that one because that happened. Pit- Pittsburgh and Cincinnati as Pittsburgh tried to pull one out at the very end, but Joe Burrow is back in a furious way as he led a mounted a comeback against Pittsburgh as they had TJ Watt back on defense and made a major di- difference but Cincinnati was able to find a way as T Higgins had a monster game Cincinnati wins 37 to 30 and we go to Sunday night as the LA Chargers were looking to get one against the Kansas City Chiefs Chargers went up big but the Kansas City Chiefs had a secret weapon. That's right, Patrick Mahomes. As he and Kelsey mounted a furious comeback, snagging a late t- touchdown to take the lead and take the game, winning 30-27. to Down in Mexico City, San Francisco and Arizona going on down there as Cliff Kingsbury looks to hold on his job. It did not go that way as his starting quarterback, Colt McCoy, yep, that Colt McCoy, was looking sluggish out there and couldn't quite get anything going. Meanwhile, San Francisco looks to be waking up from injuries as their defense shut down Arizona and their offense was rolling. San Francisco taking this one 38 to 10. All right, let's go to what happened in fantasy last week. All right, in a major week of fantasy with lots of playoff implications, we are in a close one with three games left. This was a very important week for many people as either hopes are dashed or they were continued to go on for another week. We start with no small boy stuff versus doing it for the brothers. It looked like it was going to be a pretty even match as the scores came in with a big Thursday night from Ryan Tannehill and Derrick Henry putting up a 24 and 26 points. But on the other side, it was Patrick Mahomes, Christian McCaffrey, and New England's defense that really put it on them. And the newly acquired Devontae Adams, 29 points. Doing it for the brothers, couldn't do, get it going at all as it as no small boy stuff won. 135 to 118. Looking like doing it for the brothers. Playoff hopes is on emergency. Next we go to took that Saudi money versus South Peel. It wasn't very exciting on Saturday as took that Saudi money went out to a lead behind Dallas's 16 points and Lamar Mar going under to 16. But Carlos Watson on third 
Watson on Thursday night with 19 points and Travis Kelsey with 32. Looked like 108 was going to seal it. Not so fast. Monday night, the San Francisco 49ers offense woke up. Brandon Ayuk, 15 points. And George Kittle, 22 points. But it was really the kickers that won this one. That's right. Tyler Bass putting up what must be a record, 23 points as a kicker. Really making the difference there as South Peel won 116 to 108. Next, we go to keep F1 out of the Bobcast, Kyler Study Hall. Keep 1 out of the Bobcast. Looked like they were trying to figure things out with Cooper Cup done with the season, and it went about as poorly as it can go. Justin Fields went out with a shoulder separation after 25 points, but Justin Jefferson just four points after his monster week. Barkley just four points. Josh Jacobs, 17, still decent, but it just really wasn't enough across the board. Meanwhile, Kyler Studyhaw put up a, a high for him this season with 36 points from Joe Burrow, 14 from Jonathan Taylor finally, and David Montgomery putting up 19. Another kicker. Carlson with 14 points as Kyler Studied Hall took this one 138 to 91. Next, we go to ring season versus Hey Elliot New Ride. Hey Elliot New Ride was looking to pull back and try and get back in this playoff hunt. Uh, with, with Kyler Murray out, it was Colt McCoy who got the start and he did not answer with only eight points. Keen Allen came back with a decent nine, but Nick Chubb only put up eight points and Damian Pierce two. Meanwhile, on the other side, Josh Allen only put up 14 points somehow in 31-point win. But T. Higgins was the big day with 19 points and Singletary with another 16. Another big kicker gate with Evan McPherson, another 17 points as ring season took this one 95-84. to 84. Next, we go to Fred Bellman versus four aces, brother versus brother, major playoff implications. Fred Bellman really tried to put it out there. Matt Stafford was looking good up until he left with a concussion, still putting up 18 points. Cortland Sutton, another 10, and Tony Pollard becoming an absolute monster right now with 33 points. Another big kicker get day with Brian McManus with 14 points, but negative points from the New York Giants defense did not help, while the four aces had a great day from newly acquired Jalen Hurts with 26 points. Debo coming back big with 18 points. And Williams, of course, with Detroit being the touchdown king right now. 24 points. And Najee waking up with another 25. It was a big day for four aces as they took this one. 135 to 109. Next, we go to Matt's majestic team versus Ball So Hard. Trying to figure out who was going to be at the bottom. We had, but Matt's majestic team was able to put something together. Meanwhile, ball so hard didn't really put much together. Russell Wilson only ten points. Pittman with the with high ten points, and Mooney with another ten points. It was pretty much single digits. Oh, never mind. Gibson with eleven single digits after that. Meanwhile, Matt's majestic team. Daniel Jones put up twenty eight points. Big day for him. Aaron Jones another 11 and Kamara another 10. Uh, and another 10 point from Matt Gay, the kicker. Freaking kickers this week. As Matt's majestic team took this one 95 to 71. That leads us to the standings as things are tight 
on the playoff hunt. We start with number one, keep F1 out of the Bobcast at nine and two with 1,344 points. Next, we go to a firm number two, no small boy stuff at eight and three with 1,322 points. Followed that by took that Saudi money at number three at seven and four with 1,284 points. Kyler Study Hall coming in after that at six and five with 1,211 points at number four. Number five, ring season at six and five with 1,196 points. And the last playoff spot, number six, Hey Elliot, new ride. Yeah, hanging on at six and five with 1,168 points. The first one man, first man out is Fred Bellman right now at the seventh spot with six and five with 100. What? 1,119 points in the 8th spot at 5 and 6. 1,239 points. We get to the loser's bracket now where things look pretty much hopeless down there. Doing it for the brothers at 4 and 7 with 1,194 points. South Peel at number 10 at 4 and 7. Even with the win, 1,055 points. Ball so hard at 3 and 8 with 863 points. And at number 12, Matt's Majestic Team at 2 and 9 with 987 points. Now let's go take a look at the playoffs. Actually, never mind. I don't think you can see playoffs on here. I am looking at my iPad, so this is great podcasting right now. Um, all right, so here we go. At the first round buys are going to be Keep F1 out of the Bobcast and No Small Boy Stuff. Next, at the 3-6 and six matchup, we have Took That Saudi Money versus Hey Elliot New Ride. And the 4-5 and five matchup is Kyler Study Hall versus Ring Season. So we are coming down to the kicker at the very end. We will see how everyone fares in these next couple weeks. We'll go over to what next week looks like. But first, let's talk some F1. So I've really not talked about F1 this year on the podcast. Main reason being it's been kind of boring. The second half of the season was pretty much decided pretty early. And uh, there really wasn't much drama, which was kind of a bummer. Uh, Red Bull ran away with this one this year. Max Verstappen had the championship wrapped up in September uh, with maybe, I think, five races left. Uh, And then Red Bull... About three races after that wrapped up the Constructors' Championship as well. The big story this season, though, was Ferrari. Ferrari looked like they were going to put put it to Red Bull starting off the year with the better car. But it was just terrible decision after terrible decision with strategy, with how they were doing the cars. There was a lot of non-finishes car caught on fire it was one thing after another this should have been ferrari's year but they choked and which is ferrari's mo leclerc looked like he was going to beat his rival verstappen they grew up together they raced against each other all their lives it looked like 
Leclerc was going to do it, but it was not so. Of course, with this disappointing Ferrari season, Benito is officially out as team principal. I know it's a bummer. He fit that role so well. And we turn the page with Ferrari after that. Of course, then we also have the Mercedes story, which after a contested, uh, very controversial final Abu Dhabi race last year with Lewis Hamilton versus Max Verstappen, Mercedes came out very flat this year. The car was not good. It was all over the place. They couldn't figure it out. And really, they had to fight a good bit to get back up to where they were. They finished three in the Constructors' Championship, their first win as George Russell took uh, last week's race in Brazil. Uh, And it was really a disappointing. Uh, You listen to... uh, Mercedes uh, Toto Wolf is saying that 23 is going to be different. It's going to be back. Hamilton, pretty, uh, pretty frank, saying 22 was his worst season ever. Uh, so definitely hard, but they still were able to get third in the constructor because there was a moment where they didn't look like they were even going to get that. Then we go into the mid. Uh, mid-tier where there was all sorts of drama we start with McLaren McLaren uh, of course with Ando Norris and Daniel Ricciardo Daniel Ricciardo is out he will not be in a car next year Uh, and Lando Norris will be with his new uh, young uh, young race mate uh, who is coming up, who is a star. He is an F1 champion. Uh, they took him away from Alpine, and uh, he wanted to go to uh, go to uh, McLaren. It was a big thing, uh, but here we are. Uh, and so Daniel Ricciardo is not in the car next year. He is going to be a backup driver for Red Bull. He's very excited, hoping to find some old magic. So that'll be interesting. Of course, Alpine with Ar- Alcon and with... Uh, Alonzo, Alonzo having enough of Alpine. Uh, it was a disaster this year. The cars were unbelievably unreliable. Arcon was all over the place, and Alonzo couldn't stand it. That is why he left for Austin Martin, where Sebastian Vettel this week, a legend, retired. Uh, Vettel, stepping away from F1 permanently, uh, was able to walk away, leaving Alonzo filling his role on Austin Martin with the spoiled rich kid, Lance Stroll. Uh, Alpine will be taking Gasly over there as Alfatari brings up another young driver to go with Yuki Sonoda. There is no changes on Alfa Romeo. Um, and then actually the big news coming out of this uh, weekend is Williams. Williams is gone with Latifi finally, and they are bringing up an American driver. He has been with the Red Bull development team. There's a lot of excitement around him. Uh, We finally get an American driver when it's starting to heat up in the Americas. So everyone is very excited about that going forward. Uh, Haas making the big uh, announcement too that they are getting rid of Mick Schumacher. Very surprising. Schumacher still signed by Ferrari in the minors. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see where he heads up. They are breaking Nico Hulkenberg coming out of the woodwork. He has been a backup driver for a number of teams, especially with COVID. Uh, and he is going to be full-time with Haas next year, hoping to get some experienced bodies in there and less clashes. 
again, it was really a boring year when it came down to it. Uh, it was kind of disappointing. The second half after the summer break really was already decided and there wasn't much drama, especially after the highs of last year where it really came down to the very end. All we can do is hope next year Mercedes is back stronger, Ferrari is back where they are, not making stupid decisions, and we can have someone that can compete with Red Bull and not let them run away with it next year. We can hope. I think Mercedes is going to make the switch. I don't see him being down two years in a row, but we'll see. So screw you, Brad. We have F1 in the Bobcast. All right, let's get to this week's fantasy matchups. And we start with Matt's Majestic Team versus Took That Saudi Money. Right now, Took That Saudi Money is projected 119. Matt's Majestic Team, uh, 191. And that is no zeros on the board. The big news this week is hopefully for Took That Saudi Money, Jamar Chase coming back. He is still listening at questionable. We'll know more tomorrow. But this was kind of always the target with him not going an IL of coming back this week against Tennessee. So that will open up things with Tyler Lockett moving to the wide receiver two spot. And with uh, on the running back side, Etienne and Foreman. And in the flex spot, Terry McLaurin. So with that lineup, we will see. Uh, this is probably the most ideal unless uh, DeAndre Swift can get rolling again and hopefully Jamar Chase is back. So I'm going took that Saudi money, especially after last week's loss to take the win here against Matt's majestic team. Next, we go to South Peel versus Hey Elliot New Ride. Yeah, Hey Elliot New Ride. Yeah, in desperate need of a win to hang on to that playoff spot. And this is the place to do it. Right now, it's projected 111 to 106. Hey, Elliot, new ride, yeah. Hopefully, Kyler Murray is finally back from that trade uh, that has not really paid dividends on Ryan Zed with Kyler Murray being out the last two games. He's projected at 25. You have uh, A.J. Brown going against Green Bay. Hopefully, has a better week than last week. Keenan Allen looks like to take a bigger role. And then the running backs, Chubb against Tampa Bay and Damian Pierce against Miami. Uh, We'll see how that goes. The big one being Burks, who had a great game, uh, finally back the rookie out of Arkansas. Uh, He is going against Cincinnati for Tennessee. He looks like he's going to be the big play threat that everyone is hoping for. And that's what Hey Elliot New Ride is riding on. Meanwhile, on the other side, we got Justin Herbert. Uh, with 21 points. Brandon Ayuk with the big week last week. We'll see if he can go. Uh, with Williams is now officially back. He is listed as a question we played last week, last week, but it really wasn't much. He's projected at 10 points. We'll see if that holds. Uh, Connor is in a primary running position with Eno Benjamin getting cut. So really, it's just Connor right now. I think 14 is very reasonable. And Mostert. We will see uh, him and Jeff Wilson been splitting. We'll see if anyone gets preferential treatment there. Uh, And Kittle, I don't think he'll have a big week last week. Uh, So we will see. I'm going, hey, Elliot, new ride. Yeah, to take this one uh, with the projections. Next, we go to four aces. First, keep one F1 out of the Bobcast. Keep F1 out of the Bobcast. 
this is a big week because this is the nightmare scenario with Cooper Cup out for the year and Justin Fields out. Justin Fields was the key to uh, the powerhouse that looked like Keep F1 out of the Bobcast was. It was the final piece of the puzzle. He was dropping huge points and then along with Cooper Cup looked unstoppable. Now with those two big scorers out, Darius Slayton with the Giants looks to fill Cooper Cup role, which won't be close to doing. And Tom Brady, hopefully he's got his groove back with 21 points, gets going. Uh, right now we have projecting of 114 for keep one F1 out of the Bobcast and 118 for four aces. The new look for aces looks like a completely different roster than what was drafted. Uh, you got Jalen Hurts there with 26 points, uh, Davis with 11, uh, Tyree Kill with 18 going against uh, Houston, which should be a big big day. Williams against Buffalo, he would probably still get one or two touchdowns. Uh, and we'll see if Najee can keep the momentum up. Uh, I am going four aces to take this one. I think keep F1 of the Bobcast is in trouble here with those two big pieces out. Uh, I think keep F1 out of the Bobcast will figure things out, but I'm going four aces to win this one. Next, we go Frad Belden versus Ring Season. Right now, it's projected projected 85 fried fried frad beldman and ring season 110 there are no zeros on the board uh, i'm not sure frad beldman will probably make changes probably a little gamemanship here right now matt stafford is still listed as qb i doubt that is the case because he is probably going to be out i see geno smith filling that role so that'll be six more points there uh, and then wide receivers. Let's see if he's got anyone on the bench. Uh, not. Well, oh, Jalen Waddle with 14 points. He'll be in there. And Mike Evans with 12. So that point total will go up a good bit. Meanwhile, in ring season side, we got Josh Allen, of course. T with if Chase is back, probably won't have as big a game as he was having. Curtis Samuel, don't love. Uh, and really cream hunt Joe Mixon uh, Joe Mixon questionable which should be interesting uh, he had a concussion so there's a good chance he is not playing this week uh, so that'll be interesting I'm going Fred Bellman to win this one over ring season Next, we go to Ball So Hard and doing it for the brothers. Doing it for the brothers, making all the moves, screwing over all his trade partners to try and get a glimpse of the playoffs, and it is not going well. Right now, it's projected 115 to doing it. Brothers, 296 for Ball So Hard. As we get Tua back this week, uh, Christian Kirk getting the starting role. Eckler and Henry in the running back role and DK Metcalf back in the flex position. On the other side, we got Mariota starting at quarterback with Pittman and CD Lamb at wide receiver. Not a bad pair, uh, but outside of that, not really much going on. I am going, doing it for the brothers to take this one over ball so hard. And finally, no small boy stuff versus Kyler Study Hall. Kyler Study Hall making a gigantic push here at the end to make the playoffs. But that took a big blow with Kyle Pitts out for the year. Uh, He is still in the starting lineup, so that will probably be addressed tomorrow in waiver wire. Uh, But we got Joe Burrow going against Tennessee. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins is still getting points, even though that offense is not doing great. 
Uh, St. Brown, not really sure. He's kind of been all over the place. And Jonathan Taylor looks like he's going to be running the ball more frequently. Meanwhile, no small boy stuff. We got Patrick Mahomes, of course. Uh, Devontae Adams against Seattle. Christian McCaffrey. Um, I'm going no small boy stuff to win this one. Uh, I think he's got the best team right now in the league. It looks pretty unstoppable. He's filled a lot of holes and a lot of pieces. And uh, we'll see how that goes. So, there we have it, Bobcast. It's good to be back. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Have a great Thanksgiving. Uh, Can't wait to see everyone when they get back. And with that, peace out.